even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie. Mandy is money. De Jesus. And you're listening to episode 156. Contact information, as always, you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Uh, you can subscribe to us, whatever podcast catcher you use. Just search Smarky Geeks or The Smarky Geeks on your podcast catchers and will be the ones that show up. And if your podcast cast has allowed you to do so, leave us a five-star master review. Helps spread word of the show. Uh, subscribe to us on our Twitters, at SmarkyGeeks, at FrankieDeJesus, at the John Terriano. And uh, subscribe to us on our Facebook page. It's my favorite place to be online. And uh, very busy these, late, these days. Uh, very uh, lively. Uh, we do have the Smizzies going on which is our year-end award, which will lead to our year-end awards show. And uh, there's a little bit of extra news on that. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, as always, subscribe to us on our Instagram, the, at the Smarky Geeks. And uh, let's get on with the show. How y'all doing? Uh, this is the Wednesday episode. This is the Pillar to Pod edition of Smart geeks, where it's just me and you just shooting the shit about wrestling. And uh, today we're going to do our usual. We will do the AEW Dynamite preview for tonight, uh, December 21st, uh, 2022. Uh, I am going, we're adding a new somewhat segment. It's not going to be every week because they don't do shows every week, but uh, Hog Hog is gonna get a regular um, feature on this show. So whenever a Hog uh, show happens, Hog being House of Glory, I we will review them here. Um, and uh, yeah, so they had Hog revelations uh, this past weekend, where John and I and our boy C's were at. And I will review every match. Um, and, of course, we will do the news, uh, some wrestling news real quick bits. And then uh, that will be the show. We'll start with the news, of course. So let's get on with the show. Uh, AW. Uh, Tony Khan hired, or AW hired, rather, um, a new production guy to be in charge of production, uh, Mansuri, I think his name is, um, and, uh, he apparently, like, is a big deal in the business, um, 
supposedly from what I've read, like a lot of people in WWE. He 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 used to work for WWE. He was marked to be the replacement for uh, Kevin Dunn, um, but then he, I think he left WWE or got released from WWE and did other things. I think in like MMA and and other stuff. And then now he's back into wrestling. He chose not to go to WWE and chose to do AEW. Um, and with that news, uh, uh, Tony Khan has confirmed that AEW will be changing its look um, within the new year. Uh, so that's interesting to me. Uh, I love the look of AW, but I do think it's time for a change. You know, the chandelier, I think, should go. I hope they keep the tunnels. Um, the tunnels are cool, and I love the idea of the tunnels. Um, one thing I wish they, uh, or hope they do change or add, I, I saw it at full gear. When we were there, the full gear, you know, the Titantron is usually, you know, horizontal, rectangle. At full gear, they had it, the, the Titantron be vertical up and down. And I, I kind of like that. You know, I like the, the vertical Titantron. That would be a cool addition and co- make the show look different. Like, no one's really doing that uh, with their Titantrons. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, whatever they do, I'm, I'm curious as to what they're gonna do with it. Um, uh, when the new year begins, and uh, moving on, uh, we got Mandy Moore. Mandy, I always say Mandy Moore. Um, Mandy Rose. Um. Uh, in the news again, or still, rather, where, of course, she was released, fired from WWE due to her, her quote-unquote OnlyFans, whatever it was called. It's not OnlyFans, but similar situation. And uh, <clears throat> since then, uh, has made well over 500 thousand dollars way more than she's ever made uh with wre from what i understand um i think that's cool you know if if they're gonna fire her at least she's making money off it when it dies down I'm sh- and it's going to die down at some point um uh, that's when she'll probably return but i think she doesn't, unless she has some love for wrestling and needs to be wrestling. Um, she's she's just gonna keep doing this um, until it starts dying down, and then she can return to wherever she returns. I don't want her in AEW, uh, but she could return to WWE at any point, um, so long as she doesn't have that gimmick anymore. Uh, but I like it. I like it when people who shouldn't be released start doing better, <laughs> you know, when they are. That's good for them. 
Um, other bit of news, last bit of news for today. Uh, Bronson Reed has returned to WWE at the end of Raw, I believe, or it's during Raw. I don't think it was the end of Raw, but it was during the, the latter match with The Miz and Johnny Gargano. Night Gargano. The Miz and Dexter Loomis. Because why have Johnny Gargano wrestle when you have him? But um, Miz and Dexter Loomis, I had a ladder match for some money. And Bronson Reed came out towards the end. And it cost Dexter Loomis the match. And Miz won the match. So now Bronson Reed is here. As Mrs. Heavy. And I don't like it. Um, seeing some weird takes online about this. And the one take, the one take I do agree, like this guy just came off of beating Okada at, you know, in New Japan. During the G1, during a great match with Fukada, that's a big deal. That should be treated as it means something. You know, he was a big deal. And then now he's here um, getting absorbed into the Miz's mid card vortex. And, um, I don't like it. Uh, the fact that he fought Okada should mean something. I know WWE's not going to mention it, but he should be treated like he's something being brought into this company. You know? Instead of being the Miz's heavy, where he's going to be part of a whole bunch of joke gimmicks and shit like that. And uh, it, it sucks to see. He was a great wrestler. Um, now the bad takes I've seen is the whole, you know, he, 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 he's getting paid a lot of money. We should be happy for him. Blah, blah, blah. Um, listen, I'm not angry. He took the bag. I'm not angry at him. I just, that take to me, it feels very tough mentality, you know, and, um, like, like, just take what WWE take gives you, and shut the fuck up, and, one second, you know what time it is, it's coffee time, okay, I got my coffee, uh, my dirty chives, um, for those new, that's what I do, And, uh, and as uh, for those new, also, uh, I record this show on the road, uh, driving, just shooting the shit about wrestling. I'm about to stop again because I gotta get gas, so I'll let you know when that happens. But, um, where was I? Yeah, the whole idea of you know, Bronson Reed, you should be happy for him that he's getting the, the bag, which I am. Um, and just take what they get. I mean, it just feels like cuck mentality. And uh, no, I'm a- I'm angry. 
I'm personally angry, but I'm angry that this is what they're doing with him uh, because I know how great he is um, and how big of a push he was getting from one company. And now he's, he's treated as a mid-card heavy, you know? Uh, that sucks. So, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm here to get gas. Hold on one second. I'm going to pause this one more time. And, okay, I'm back. Uh, let's move on from Bronson Reed. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that whole situation sucks. <clears throat> now, that's it really for the news. Um, let's, um, it's just, Bronson Reed, why the Miz? <laughs> you know, like, like, why, why can't the Miz, why, why they always give the Miz these talents? Like, like how many times he, he did it with Champa? He did it with, you know, Gargano. He, he did it with Loomis. He, he's done it with, um, um, now with Bronson Reed. And you can even go far, further back with, like, Alec Riley. Uh, <laughs> or, um, what's that dude, uh, Forgot what his name was in uh, WWE, but um, was it Damian Sandow? Yeah, Damian Sandow. Uh, <clears throat> you know, like I don't know, but uh, let's move on. Do some good shit. I stated earlier, John, uh, myself, and um. And uh, C's, uh, we're in Queens at the Laboon um, Club uh, to watch a Hog Revelations uh, show live. Hog always does like uh, some sort of biblical title to their shows. I don't, I don't know what the, the, the message is there, but. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, Hog, uh, House of Glory, Revelations. Uh, we were there in Queens this Saturday past, and uh, it was a great show, top to bottom. Great show. Um, it was billed as their season finale for this season. Um, they'll start back up in February. Uh, but yeah. This this felt like a season finale. A lot of cliffhangers and and uh, changes and good things happened here. I thought it was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and opened up with the mighty Monty, who was their who is their cruiserweight champion, uh, versus uh, Nolo Kitano. Uh, who is uh, basically their what they call the their ghetto samurai? Um, both really good young cruiserweight style wrestlers. Um, Nolo is more of a striker, and uh, Mighty Monty he's a luchador. Um, 
I've been watching him in Hog, House of Glory, as when he used to be called uh, Matakia. El Matakia. Uh, which basically just means butter. Uh, now they kind of changed them and try to keep his identity but make him a little bit more serious. Not completely serious, but he's a little bit more serious than he was when he was Matakia. Now he's the Mighty Monty. Um, so. I kind of like that. Uh, I like seeing that growth and seeing his growth. Um, they're both really good wrestlers. This match was a lot of fun. Um, we were up close. We, we had um, ringside seats. We were right next to the wrestler's entranceway. Uh, so if you watch it, you can watch it on Fight. If you have the Fight Plus gimmick, it's Hog as part of that. Or if you want to pay, I think it's $15 and watch the fight. I recommend, not for me being there, but but um, for the show, though. I think House of Glory always puts on a great show. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so Mani Mati wins. Um, but Nolo will have an appearance later on the show to call some shenanigans and uh, chicanery. Um, moving on, we have a singles match with, uh, one called Manders versus Carlos Ramirez. And, uh, it's another, like, uh, great match. Very, um, hoss feel. The match was just two big guys just chopping and beating the shit out of each other. Um, it's good shit. Um... I don't know. I've seen one called Manders before in, in, in the indie shows, not live, but on, you know, on other shows. And uh, he, I don't know if he's ever wrestled at House of Glory before, but they sure treated the the audience there. Sure treated it like he he this was his first time because as he lost against Carlos Ramirez, but um, as he was leaving, everyone. He did a good, such a good job that everyone was, please come back. Please come back. So, because it was a good match. And uh, I enjoyed watching it. Next up, we have the House of Glory women's title match. Uh, champion is Ultraviolet versus Masha Slamovich. Masha Slamovich is one of my favorite uh, women's wrestlers out there today. Um, Ultraviolet, not so much. Um, Ultraviolet, I, I've never really, from what I've seen of her, has never really gotten into her stuff. Um, this match completely turned that around. I thought it was, this match was like the sleeper hit of the night. Um, Ultraviolet was awesome. Um, uh, Masha Slamovich was awesome. It was just an awesome match. I give this four snarks. I, I haven't been snarking this. Um, but yeah, this one definitely a must-watch match. Um, Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet won, uh, which was, was surprising, but it did It was surprising to me because I'm not a fan of Ultraviolet and never really liked it. When they said they were going, she was going up against Masha Slamovich, I was like, there's no way. 
um, Marshall Stanley is losing that. So I thought it would go to Marsha. Like maybe Marsha Slammer is going to have a title. I know she's doing impact stuff, but this would be cool. Um, but Ultraviolet won, kept her title. Brutal match. Uh, definitely watch this one. Uh, next up, we have the House of Glory Crown Jewel title match. Um, uh, against uh, Charles May- Mason, who is the Crown Jewel champion, versus Lindsay Dorado. Crown Jewel is a lot like their icy title. It's their work rate title. Um, <clears throat> not a big fan of Charles Mason, but I thought this match was a lot of fun, too. Uh, Lindsay Dorado, I like. Um, it was a lot of fun. Lucha stuff with a guy who does crazy things. Um, uh, Charles Mason retained uh, because he pulled the mask off. And Lindsay tried his best to wrestle without a mask, but couldn't. Uh, and in the end, he had to succumb to Charles Mason's chicanery. Um, next up, we have... The House of Glory heavyweight title match um, against uh, Fatu and Nick Aldis. Fatu being the heavyweight champion. Nick Aldis, not the heavyweight champion. <laughs> um, I was actually kind of scared that Hog might want to give it to Nick Aldis. I love Fatu uh, a lot more than I like Nick Aldis. And... Um, I thought they were going to give it to him just because, you know, Nick Aldis has been in the news and stuff like that with the NWA situation. We don't know where he's going to go. Um, this could be an opportunity for him to get some titles and some indie clout before going somewhere, you know. Uh, but thankfully, that did not happen. Fatu retained. It was a really good match. And, uh, yeah, uh, Nick Aldis did the business. Um, and I'll get into that later doing business uh, next up we have a uh, six way scramble what they call a six way suicide match or something like that suicidal match uh, basically they have these six man matches to, to determine the number one contender for the cruiserweight champion um, <clears throat> which was basically um, Ben Rutten, Michael Fane, and Santa Claus, <laughs> which was played by Sweet Cheeks, Officer Sweet Cheeks, look up Hog, uh, against the returning Nolo Kitano and his ninja henchmen. Um, and uh, if you don't know, you can figure that out. Nolo won. With the help of his ninja henchman in this six man. Um yeah, that was fine. A fine way to for him to get back into contention for the cruiserweight title. Um or whatever title this is. Is it the cruiserweight title? It's either the cruiserweight or six man title or something like that. Um 
but yeah, the the whole match was though a lot of fun. Um, some people looked like they were gonna die, but they they, they managed, and um, the match was a lot of fun. Definitely go watch it. Uh, next up, we have um, could have been an all-time great match, but they had to do a fuck finish. Uh, low key versus Kenta. Kenta was there. Um, I got to meet him. Uh, took pictures with him. Um, uh, at in the picture taking area, cool guy. Um, Nick Aldis was doing taking pictures as well, but no one, no one was at his table. Everyone went to Kenta, but because uh, that Kenta's fucking awesome. Um, But uh, Kenta, they were having this great match. It was like a 20-year anniversary of their first match or 17-year anniversary of their first match at Final Battle, of all places. And, um, yeah, it was great. It was going great. And then, of course, um, some other characters uh, interfere. They, They got these cop characters that come out. And uh, cost Loki to stay outside for too long for the 10 count. And uh, the match is over. And uh, so they always do that. I don't know. I don't know if it's Loki or what. Like, if Loki just doesn't want to do the business. Well, Loki's match is always tend to end like this, especially when it's against a big superstar, you know, uh, today it was this one, you know, with Kenta, when there's other characters came in for chicanery, uh, the last time it was with, who was it that we, we went to that show too, Warnigan, I think it was, Warnigan, um, Pentagon, yeah, it was Pentagon Jr., And they both got counted out. Uh, there was a time with Eddie Kingston, but it was a DQ finish that time because I think that's when the House of Black um, came out to do to interfere and it was a DQ. It, it's always some weird fuck finish whenever it's low key and some big superstar. Um, other than that fuck finish, it or it was a great match. Like it could have been like a all timer, but. I don't know, Loki. I, I don't know if it's Loki or whoever. They just, they just don't want to do business. You gotta do the business, man. Loki losing, but now that I've heard him. Jeez. Um, but it was great. It was great meeting Kenta. I love Kenta. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> and then uh, we had the main event. Unintended, which we have the House of Glory tag team title match, which is the best of two out of three falls. And uh, <clears throat> uh, this was ma- great. Uh, the first matchup, the first before the first fall, was going to be a regular match. Then after the next fall, 
or after the first fall, rather, it turns into a no DQ match for the next two falls, one or two falls. Um, so it was the Briscoes, the Briscoe brothers, versus main event, uh, which is a House of Glory mainstay. Um, they're a really good team. I like them a lot. I love their intro music, their theme music. And uh, <clears throat> this was a lot of fucking fun. This was a great match. It went all over the place. Uh, the Briscoe brothers uh, coming in here as the champions. Um, and they played uh, the smart the smart heels here because they the first pinfall they allowed themselves to be pinned easily because as soon as that first pinfall goes that's when the weapons start coming in immediately so they were playing the the, the con game here the long con um Got the immediate pin just so they can just start beating the shit out of main event with weapons, with chairs and tables and doors. And um, it was great. I loved it a lot. Um, main event will get the next two pins. And then they would win the titles, the House of Glory titles from the Briscoes. It was awesome. It was awesome to see. Awesome to be there. Red, Amazing Red comes out. House of Glory is Amazing Red's um, school. I think Amazing Red created it with um, Brian XL. And uh, comes out to give him a hug because you know, they're, they're his students and shit like that. And they give him a hug. And it's been a long time coming, blah, blah, blah. And then Brian XL comes out. And they presented them like these brand new titles, and it's they're all crying in the ring. And then Brian XL picks up a, a chair and smacks one of the main event with the chair, and Amazing Red acts like he's all distraught, like "What are you doing?" And then picks picks up a chair and then beats the shit out of them. And they both Amazing Red and Brian XL beat the shit out of them, almost to say, "Hey, hey, you still got a lesson to learn, guys." And uh, they take away the new belt and leave the old belt with the main event. It's a great angle, a great uh, climax angle for this season finale. Um, Amazing Red turning heel. Um, Yeah, this was awesome. I loved it a lot. The whole show was great, top to bottom. Um, Minus that fuck finish, but what are you going to do? Um. Yeah, definitely go watch it. Like, if you can, it, it's a must-watch. House of Glory is great. Uh, we've been to a ton of them. Um. But yeah, awesome shit. So let's get on to the main event here. Uh, AEW Dynamite is tonight. Uh, this is December 21st, 2022, 2022, and uh, let's get on with it. Uh, for what we have on the card that's been announced, there's always other stuff that they add um, <clears throat> after I record this, but as of right now, the card is looking like we're going to have the AW Women's Championship match between Jamie Hayter and Hikaru Shida. 
Jamie Hayter is the defending champion. And uh, yeah, this is probably going to be a great match. Uh, I'm pretty sure Hayter's going to come out on top. Uh, but I love Hikaru Shida, so I think this is probably, probably going to be a great match. I really do hope they, after this, they just start. I want Shida to be the one to dethrone Jade Cargo. I think that would be awesome. But um, <clears throat> let's move on. Uh, la, 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 la. We have uh, FTR versus uh, Gun Club. I'm pretty sure for the titles. No, no. I think it's just no titles here because they don't have the eight of them. Um, maybe they'll put up a title at the show. But, uh, yeah, I, I like both of these teams. I mean, obviously, I love FTR. And Gun Club has grown on me. Um, and I think they're they're starting to um, come through with their, their act. Um, but, yeah. Uh, we also have, um, I'm obviously, FTR is probably going with that. We have the Death Triangle versus the Elite. Uh, game five, or match five uh, of this series, the seven-match series. Um, the Elite has won the Death Triangle up three. So the elite has to win this for this series to continue. And uh, this one is going to be a no DQ match because the story, uh, for those who don't who don't think they do stories, um, is that they've been using this hammer to win every match. So Kenny said, hey, you bring your hammer. And it'll be allowed. So that's going to be interesting. Um, I, I mean, they can try to surprise us and just end it right here, right? Uh, or this continues. The Elite take the W. I'm going to say the Elite's going to take the W. Um, with probably trying to give them their own medicine or some shit like that, you know, use a weapon. <clears throat> Because then after this, it goes into. You know what they said for the next? Oh, so this is going to be an ODQ match. If it goes beyond this, it, it, they'll do a false count anywhere match. And then the last match, if they get to the last match, the game seven match, it will be. Uh, I forgot the. I did this match. I forgot what they called their ladder match, but there's going to be that type of ladder match between Death Triangle and the Elite. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think the Elite gets through all the way all the way up to the finals. The, the Game 7, Match 7. Uh, we have Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee face-to-face with Rick Ross uh, medit- um, meditating, uh, mediating. Uh, so, yeah, Rick Ross, the last time he was there, I think it was the first time he was there, uh, was awesome. He was a good character on TV, so hopefully he kind of brings that back and continues being a good character here. Um, and I can see him, I mean, I, Rick Ross does other shit, I'm sure, but it would be cool to have Rick Ross as, like, Swerve's manager. That would be kind of cool. Um, and then to top it off, we have uh, a 
a appearance by Brian Danielson. Uh, it's probably going to build up the MJF match. And an appearance by Ricky Starks uh, coming off his, uh, his, his L against uh, MJF last week. And uh, that's the show, kids. Uh, so, yep. So, so quick bit of news to close it off. Remember, we're doing the Smizzies. I am posting several different polls uh, for everyone to vote on. And each question will be his own post, his own vote. And uh, so, you know, the first one was, you know, favorite wrestling product that's not wrestling. So wrestling related, as I put it. So like a video game or movie, a TV show, like the rock show, whatever it's called. You know, that's wrestling adjacent. Um, Mox, the book by Mox, uh, do a powerbomb comic book. You know, stuff like that. Um, even a podcast like the Smarky Geeks, you know, <laughs> can be a part of that list. And if you don't see it on the list, you can write in your options, um, and that those votes will be tallied. Um, I also put up question poll number two, asking for the best celebrity cameo. Uh, or performance. So you have your Logan Pauls, your Johnny Knoxville's. Yeah, we spoke. We just spoke about um, Rick Ross. Uh, Action Bronson was one. Or if you know another one, write it in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then there will be more posts. I may post another one this week. I may keep it as one for this week, and then starting next week, I might post two posts uh, to try to get this going. And uh, to also uh, update on the Smizzies, it's now going um, joined with a contest. So if you vote at least once, at least in one poll, uh, you will be entered into a contest to win a T-shirt, one of our T-shirts that we've designed, the honorary Smart. T-shirt, which is designed after, and inspired rather by the honorary Oos design. Um, so, if you like that T-shirt that we've designed, uh, posted links on the Facebook page, and uh, you want to win it for free, um, just place your vote now. The more you vote and the more polls you vote in as we post them, the more chances of you winning. Uh, so you vote in one poll, your name will be put into the randomizer once. If you vote in all the polls, like say three, like say you vote in five polls, uh, your name will be put into the randomizer five times. So this will increase if you vote in multiple polls for the Smizzies. Uh, you will increase your chances of winning a t-shirt from us. So, so yeah, so get your votes in uh, as much as possible if you want a chance to win, or if you just want to participate in the voting, we would appreciate that too. Because we want we're doing our own Smithies, of course, uh, but we also want to know what the listeners think. Um, 
and what their favors is as, as a democratic voting process. So we do hope you vote. Um, and uh, yeah, so vote for your Smizzies. Try to win that t-shirt. We will do the Smizzies in probably early February. We'll do the award show and we will announce the winner at that award show. We will pick the winner at the award show randomly. And uh, yeah, so get on it, get voting and listen and do what you gotta do guys. Peace and love.